The following is a Secure Foundation broadcast. If you do not have the proper security clearance to listen to this broadcast, please turn off your listening device now and turn yourself in to the police. Our personnel will take it from there. Commencing playback of deadly auditory cognito hazard in 3, 2, 1. Welcome to the Secure Contained Podcast, the show that explains and discusses every aspect of the SCP Foundation one topic at a time. I'm your co-host, Soren. And I'm your co-host, David. And I'm your guest for today. And, uh, yeah, we're, today we're joined by Alonzo. Uh, yeah. Chuni AF on Twitter. Chuni AF or With two two Antagonist on Twitter. Two yeah, it'll be linked uh, in the description yes. and in the title as well, so uh, you'll be able to get to yes. it. Yes, well, and... Been a while, mm-hmm. huh? Yeah. To all the to, to the four long time no podcast. Yeah, long time no podcast. To the four people that are still listening. Hi. <laughs> Hi. How long is do it? you uh do you want to introduce yourself, Alonzo? Say what you're gonna do today. Oh yes, my name. Well, I'm Alonzo. I do. Tra- I do like what's it called? I do translation works for people. Mostly just if they ask me to, and sometimes if my boss is like, oh, hey, you speak Japanese, right? Can you read this? And I'm like, uh, yeah, sure. And that's basically the gist of what I do. Today I'm going to talk about a few of the, um, what's it called? A few yeah, of the of special Japanese. groups of interests that are only available on either the interna- the international, uh, they're only available on the international hub or the... JP SCP Wiki. Mm-hmm. And for my three, maybe what, two viewers that are going to tune in from Tokyo today, uh, let me just re let me just rerun through that. Minasan, konnichiwa, soshite kitekurete, arigato. Watashi wa yomaku no kikoujin, matawa eronzo. Jikan no toriari ni ikeba, kyo wa nisen jukunen, roku gato nijun nichi to nichiyo desu. And all right. Wow. That was basically. <laughs> that was really cool. If you can't tell, oh. at least I'm gonna be not talking very much because I don't know what's happening for all of this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. A few of the, like it was a fine line between finding all right. What s what are these SCPs that can I talk about that aren't just hmm. Wait a minute, this is just a thinly veiled anime reference. Because that kind of plagues the JP wiki. Yeah, makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Well, they use like Google Translate for everything. It's like, yeah, this will work. Like, yeah, yeah, you know what? Why not? This is what they do in Japan, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, Clearly. Yeah. Let me see, I think the weirdest thing when I noticed that it was really catching on was there was a picture going around where it was, there's this bridge just outside of Kyoto and they have um like it's one of those bridges where you put the locks on and everything and you write a little message for it for New Year's. Oh yeah. Yeah. And one of them was which SCP was it? Clef's daughter. The Alright, one second. Thank you. Yes. Hello dog. Back outside. <laughs> Oh. Sorry. 
Uh, yeah, we might hear my dog if someone decides to go near the door. Hey. Okay. <laughs> well, same thing here. Yeah. Either way, it was. There was an and there was also an SCP art contest on Pixiv, and normally because it's an obscure, it used to be just a really obscure thing. I remember what, like maybe eight or nine years ago, where you'd be it'd be impossible to find anyone outside of the internet that heard of this. Those were fun times. Yeah. But the art contest, normally for small groups like that, it would be like maybe 300 or 400 likes per post. And then the top one, which was, I think it was two five, like a drawing of 2521, got around thirteen or 14,000 likes on the site, which was... Well, they were just paying I... respects because that person died. Yeah. Because they yeah, depicted that creature. My boy. <laughs> As I say, 2521, tentacles come from the ground and just pull me under. Fun times. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, you gotta do it in Morse code, I think. I don't remember how. I that's yeah. been it's been a while since I looked at that article. <laughs> the dots or something. It's a really nice article still. It is. No words even. All right. Well. Do you before wanna I... go ahead and get into the first uh, first group. First whatever. Yeah, first group of interests. Uh, sure thing. Let's open up the dock and the tab because I've changed from. In my Word document, I was writing things that don't in the same order as when I put it here. What is it? Oh, yes. It's the JOICL, Japan Organism Improvement and Creation Laboratory. And you know what? Do you want me to just read the first paragraph, or do you? one of you guys want to? Because. Oh, uh. I'm not sure. Hmm. What you do? can go ahead and do it if you want. Uh, sure thing. Let's see. Japan's. Let's. Japan Organization Improvement and Creation Laboratory has been mentioned in several cases involving anomalous creatures, including a wide range of life forms, such as animals, plants, and objects which behave like creatures. It includes things like living lamp posts, and even things like just small, even things like just what was it? One thing one of them was a group of cr like a group of krill, but what they do is they eat whaling ships. As almost all as almost all the creatures manifest anomalous properties or additional functions which cannot be achieved in nature or explained with ordinary modern science, combined with the lab's lack of ethical guidelines and willingness to sell to the general public, it would only be a, it's only a medium priority for the it's only a medium priority group of interest. Right. I feel like I should read that back over just because you know I'm just stuttering. <laughs> hey, just all right. Well, it's only a medium priority group of interest. And it's thought that the research facility or a group of researchers possessing some kind of technological device that manifests these results. Kind of like how 914, you put something in and it improves it. People are starting to, it's starting to look like what it is, is they have a machine that improves and creates different animals instead of just them. Instead of just something like, are we cool yet, who every person individually can tweak their own thing to make it the way it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, alright. And initially, oh yeah, it's, it's pretty neat. Oh, I believe I have two SCPs for this one to talk about. And initially it was thought there was no direct distribution or sale of the anomalies. And then, but it was found out very, it was found out rather recently, there were cases where they're actually just selling them as, as commercial products for anyone to buy in the market. And they can oh, be no. absolutely found anywhere from midnight television to just an infomercial in the middle of the day. And, but a huge difference between this group of interests and normal ones is that 
the GOIs, like all the GOI formatted documents, are aren't given SCP designations. They're just given product numbers. So it wouldn't be it wouldn't be like say for Mr. Wondertainment for let's see his board games and such. He has one there's one separate page for the board game itself, as with as Doctor Wondertainment would tell would tell it, and then another page for um the SCP article of it. These ones here, it's only it's either there's an SCP article for it, or there's a product page for it. And you'll see when you open the page that uh, it's quite complicated. The formatting for the yeah. product documents is first sent. The first sentence is the purpose of the model of the product, and then followed by that is the product picture, and then the details. Details are often the number, the variant, the amount of each variant that's in stock, and the price per unit, which is usually if it's a pill of some sort, it'll be per bottle. But if it's, uh, but if it's something like a fish, it'll be per unit. So like for one fish, and list of the product's appearance, how it works, and how to use it. And then the final line is usually either a note about the author who wrote it, the author who wrote it in more like an academic sense, like the person that reviewed it and made it sale, made for sale. And under that is the customer reviews. And let's see, could you open which link is this one? It would be S-A6157. Alright. There's some pills, I believe. Yeah, with little, it's like a pill bottle with a bunch of blue pills. Yeah, the ones that have the two different colored sides and a bunch of little balls in them. I don't know what they're called. Alright, yep, that's the right one. Now... Wait, 6157, the one I'm reading, or is it the other one that I already translated? Yeah, six, let me see. Wrong page again. Right. That, the bad thing about writing down all these things is going back and trying to find everything again. Mm. Alright, 615. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I already have A1030 translated, so try to. Do that one instead for now. F dash A one zero three zero. Okay. All right. This one is a blurred out picture of I assume some kind of insect. Uh, yes, a cockroach. There are people complaining about the web about not wanting to open up. Let's call it. You see a roach in the middle of the page, so uh. they're like, you know what? Fine, we'll pixelate it now. And in the document, in the Google Doc, there is a translated version of everything here. Mm-hmm. And we open them side by side. There we go. Now, Jesus, slow computer. I wish I was at home. I have a decent one. All right. Now, one at the top that you have there, it just says for protect for the protection of sea life and everything that we found precious in the earth, for superior intelligence and dominance, and its name, oddly enough, is just the cleaning the cleaning funamushi or funamushi, which is a type of wharf roach, like wharf like a cave where normally boat more normally boats and Things that, and other such things are docked. Well, 
and at the top as you can see from the lines there at the first all the headings there it's the product it's the product number the product model the amount they have in stock and the price and just for let's see I believe you guys live in the US right so yeah be yeah so converting what's called Japanese N to US dollars is normally just 100 to 1 Oh, all right. So, so if it's five, if it's throwing five million, then it's only going to be about fifty thousand per unit. Oh, that's it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Just you know, just pocket change, just shell out fifty thousand yeah, dollars. Like yeah, well, 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 at that Tuesday. point, why don't you just go for the hundred thousand one? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> ah. and so the models are LO one Alpha, which there are a hundred in stock, and it's five million n. LO one Beta, which is a hundred in stock again and seven million yen and LO two alpha, which is also a hundred stock and ten million yen. And underneath that it's the features and traits, which are it's which are what's it called? Usually these are just the physical defining features and then the last one will be what's so special about it. And the defining feature of this one is an exoskeleton that has an excellent colloidal dispersion, meaning if anything hits it or runs into it, it won't it won't exactly break like a normal insect would or say. You're very you can't just step on it and crush it is the thing. But mm -hmm. they digest easily in the bodies of birds due to their chemical makeup, so that they won't pollute the ocean and overrun. And Thanks. Well, they also possess a hive mind with a pseudo telepathic ability with using myoclonic EEGs or like isn't it like electro card no that's wrong it's electro something but what i was thinking of is wrong yeah. um all right where's my best friend google electro and electroencephalogram electro oh says phalogram so it can communicate with it can communicate with others of itself through basically Pseudo, it's basically pseudoscience magic. It's oh, yeah. uh, I can totally read this other thing's mind and know what it wants to do. So the saying is, for each one there is, the collective of them gets smarter. The sixth and seventh uh. legs have a pedal structure that pumps seawater through it, similar to. Have you ever seen water gliders? How they skip along, how they skip along the surface, and they just move in. What's going instead of. Right. Instead of like long extended movements, they move in just it'll be like a short line somewhere and then turn. Actually, people have seen videos of water gliders, the little bugs, the little insects that are on the water surface in the summer, I hope. Otherwise, mm -hmm. yeah. I have no idea I'm going with this. Think more like a frog, but instead of jumping off the water, it just jumps on the surface. So it moves in straight lines. Like ah. Alright. And it allows for high-speed swimming for near the coasts. And the last thing is the special part about it, which is the DTNK, the DTNK type genetical enhanced organ formed near the reproductive organs breaks down any sort of plastic or microfilm that's in the water that gets near it. So the purpose of these is to disperse them among the water with a large group, like a large group, maybe 40 of them, and after a month or so, they'll clean up the oceans. Because hmm. not all the not all the 
products that this one here make these people here make is bad. Can someone else take over from use because Oh reviews? Uh, uh I just starting at use is there. Oh yeah, yeah use yes, in use. Okay. Uh, for large bay cleanups, it is recommended that you purchase one pair and breed the two together for approximately 80 days, dispersing one unit for every two square kilometers of cleanup. And that's for specifically LO1 alpha and LO1 beta. Does not yeah, mention LO2 alpha. Yes, LO1 alpha and beta are the male and female pairs of each. Oh. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. Poor LO2. It's all alone. That's sad. Mm-hmm. The LO1, yeah, alpha beta. Yep. And then, then at the end is just, this one doesn't have a note from the author in it, but it does have the reviews at the end, of which I just decided to translate the one, which is, the person says, well, I used to operate a fishery on the coast of the Sea of Japan, but recently I was troubled by the decrease in captures due to heavy marine pollution. When I purchased LO1A, to improve the surrounding environment, it cleaned the surrounding area. Let's call it cleaned the surrounding area in about half a month. While they were there, they also destroyed the ships of the other fishermen, which made it oh. very easy to do business. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. From the thirty-six-year-old man. <laughs> I mean, at least it didn't destroy the other fishermen themselves. Yeah. Just, just their boats. It's just their boats. <laughs> just, just their livelihood. Yeah, just their, yeah. just their literal life's work and their job. Yeah, yeah you know. It could be worse. Yeah, but this specific man was helped by it, so. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's good. One yeah, guy. we're fine. That sounds uh, pretty cool, though. It's def it definitely sounds like a good idea for, like, um, environmental cleanup. Mm -hmm. um, clearly, yeah. very cheap as well. But, you know. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's pocket change. Act compared to what you could have to spend, it isn't too bad. And then, yeah. the other... The other one is SA-6157 is the next one. Oh, and yeah. These are the pills from before. Yes. The bottle of pills. And the first title there is Symbiotic Tablets, or Symbiotic, because N and M are, basic, are the same, except for when they aren't in, Jap in Japanese. If it's, if it's statement ends with N, or if it's a prefix that ends with N when it's being converted from English to Japanese, it stays the same. So if it's what's it called, like it's like you were just write mom and mon, it would be written on the exact same thing if you were using the English word for it, because Japanese is three alphabets. Isn't that fun? Oh boy. Yeah. All <laughs> right. Now the products are saw a six one five seven and and then the model number is n zero one a. Units fifty per bottle, and the price is fifteen thousand yen per bottle. I've been here too long. I to say yen again. All right, a hundred and fifty dollars. And what they do is, do 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 do. Upon taking this product, and upon taking this product, the mitochondria in your cells are slowly replaced with slowly replaced with chloroplasts until it's a one to one ratio. And chloroplasts are the things in are what's called uh, plants. The are the plant cells that allow you to convert moat how you convert sunlight and glucose into actual energy. Well, sunlight mm. and water into glucose. My bad. Yeah. That, and that yeah, so slowly over time, if slowly over time from taking them, you develop chloroplasts in your cells so that you don't need to eat food, and you can just stand in the sunlight. 
and then underneath that you've got this is it's tell you how to use it and do, 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 and I click the file again how do I keep doing this why is life doing this to me all right all right then next is after that's the specifications which is because the process because the human body can actually process the pigments in it you'll never end up turning green which is the main concern people have to take wait a minute if i'm going to do photosynthesis all that i'll do like a plant won't my skin turn green and photosynthesis occurs mainly in the face neck and arms as they're the most commonly exposed area in clothing what's the, the most commonly exposed area for when you're wearing clothing and the effect is permanent so the effect is permanent, but it's highly recommended that you continue to take the tablets after you're through all 50. There's a mild recommendation that the fact that even after you've gone, that even after you've gone through all the tablets, huh? If you don't give us more money. If you don't keep taking them, then yeah, first give us more money. And if you don't keep taking them, then Please. you're just stuck with half the mitochondrial cells that you had before, and. uh that's not good for people, so it's, hey, uh, buy these tablets, or be dead. Buy these it's reverse diet pills. Yeah. <laughs> Man, that makes me think, if you had these, if you stayed in the sun too long, would you get fat? You <laughs> <laughs> uh, just don't sleep. You know. Uh, Alright. And... These tablets were developed in our lab in 2006. In 2006, A6157 was developed to allow the human body to perform photosynthesis and, and specifically photosynthesis in cyanobacterial cells. Cyanobacterial cells. This is the, this product was originally created with the goal to be submitted to be submitted to the Japanese Biomed Japanese Biomedical Association, but the issue came with that. You can't exactly show something to can't exactly show something like this to a scientific industry. And they're like, "Oh, well, how'd you do it?" It's like, "Oh, we used our funky space magic," and they weren't end up not getting it through. As such, it's being sold through late night TV commercials if they're, they're there to advertise it. <laughs> uh. I mean, hey, when, the, you, uh, when you get to that point, you got to figure out how to sell it. You know. Yeah, you know. Uh, all right. Well, and under here, the final area, I'm just going to read the, all three of the artist comments. Or all three of the product user comments there. And the first one has to start. Has to start this like all people that do. I'm a vegan, but I had <laughs> doubts that if I had doubts about hmm. If I'm a vegan, but I had doubts about, wait, if I'm using this to be more like a plant, then that isn't exactly good, that isn't exactly good for me too, because I know that certain animals need to eat meat. But the plants, but it seems that all these plants there are okay. However, thanks to this product, my son has been able to go outside and enjoy, and enjoy the sun more. And thanks to this, he's never staying inside anymore. He even prefers to sleep outside. First one hinting at there's something possibly wrong with this let's see the only issue is i can't enjoy sunbathing anymore and then another one from another annoyed parent i was annoyed that my son always stayed inside playing games 
So I mixed this product secretly into his meal all the time. And then eventually, he started he started wanting to be outside all the time, because when he was inside, he felt like he didn't have that much energy. And now, after all the other parents in the park started using them, everyone's outside all the time, and everything's so much better here. <laughs> and that's from the 35-year-old Japanese woman. God, and... That just sounds like a mom thing, a photosynthesis party. Yeah, you know. I'll take Alex. I'll take white people for five hundred. Photosynthesis party. All right. Let's see. And the final one. My doctor diagnosed me with high blood pressure and said I couldn't stop smoking or drinking if I didn't continue to exercise. However, I took this product and now I can sit comfortably in the sun and do all the smoking and drinking that I want. Now. It's not that, well, it's become a habit for me to walk maybe one to two hours a day just to bathe in the morning sun, and I don't have to give up all the things I had to before, so I have to give this product a 10 out of 10. 58-year-old Japanese man. Ah. Uh. Yeah. I mean, it's, again, it's, it's like the, uh, like the, like the cockroach. It, it feels like it was originally created for good intentions, but mm. it slowly... It's so we're like, like, hmm, something's little, wildly wrong here. A little bit, yeah. Slightly detrimental. Mm-hmm. Just a little, Just a bit. yeah. Okay. You, you don't That's have cool. to eat yeah, food. So, hey. I mean, that, honestly, that, I would be okay with that. No, but yeah, I like, like to eat food, think though. Of all, yeah, but think of all the money you'd save not can eating one, food. Can I have one for sleeping instead? Oh, that, that'd be great. I think Where's they the make those. Like, no, wait a minute. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's an SCP for that too somewhere. It's called uh, Red Bull. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, Red Bull in your coffee. Yeah. Mm. Um, Sips monster. I like I like it with some <laughs> some espresso crunch in there, just some straight coffee beans. Uh. <laughs> just chew on them. Hmm. That doesn't sound very appealing. I'm not gonna lie. Crunch. Um. Uh. So what's next? Alright. You know <laughs> what? I, I think maybe... Oh, you, you go, Sue? You were saying something? Uh, yeah, uh, the next one that we have, you had outlined for us was the... Uh, I think it was Saigasek? Saig- yeah, Saig- yeah Saig- the Saigasek, or the Saiga Institution. Okay. But I think it may be best one, to... Right? I think it's my favorite of the three, but I think we may it'd be best to save it for last. Okay. So I say we just move yeah, on right. to first to Tolhe Heavy Industries. Okay. Yeah, and you can tell this is very Japanese just by the heavy industries in it. And mm-hmm. originally, the first article written about Tohei made it seem like sort of it was just a singular factory, but then it branched out into being just a huge thing. It's like, oh, it's uh, hey, this mysterious thing was made by a group of interests. Like, uh, all right, put the blindfold on, throw the dart at the board, lands on Tohei. All right, I guess this is their thing now. And that's kind of how it went. And this is a thing about the other... This is, I'd say, an issue about... An issue that plagues the JP Wiki is... Half the things are thinly veiled anime references. Like, Tohei Heavy Industries is literally just Toha Heavy Industries from Gaunt's Zero. So, huh? Hmm. Right. Subtle references. Yeah, just... Very you subtle. gotta work him in where you can, honestly. Yeah, yeah, you know. Huh. On the on the um, on the English wiki, they 
usually just force those into the joke section or just delete them straight out because even yeah. I think they're not even allowed in jokes unless they're done yeah. cleverly. Yeah. Oh, actually, there are some pretty amazing joke articles like JP404 and a bunch of those send over to you just to read over later. I'll leave like a list of few of my just favorite ones that you don't even need translated to enjoy. Alright. Tohei Heavy Industries. This one, I'll read the overview, and then we'll read 1079 JP first. It's right under the document. Alright, overview. Tohei Heavy Industries is considered to be a group involved in the manufacturing of artifacts whose mechanisms cannot be explained by modern science. To date, many related materials have been collected by the Foundation, but the detailed organizational structure and purpose thereof have not yet been clarified. Many Foundation researchers speculate that Tohei Heavy Industries activities are mainly conducted in Japan. Since this group's collected materials suggest that they actively provide anomalous technology to non-members of their own group, it'd be advised to deal with them as soon as possible. Alright, so I don't have the spit guard because I took it off earlier and I don't feel like putting it back on. So, going into this spit, spitful, spit, spitfully, I don't know. Hey everyone, uh, Dave here. Um, just wanted to say, as usual, thank you for listening. Uh, I know it's this is the first episode back in over a month, uh, which is really cool. Um, well, I guess it's not really cool that we took a long break, but, you know, basic schedules and things, I'm glad that you guys were able to understand. Um, but yeah, we're back. Uh, obviously, Alonzo is on today. Um, really cool guy. Again, I don't, wanna, I don't know how many times I'm going to say it, but thanks to him for uh, coming on here and doing all that stuff doing all the preparation and everything. Um, but back to the usual mid-roll stuff. Uh, as usual, thank you for listening. Be sure to share the show with more people. It's very appreciated. Um, we have a Patreon and Twitter. Um, Patreon.com forward slash SE podcast. That's one P. Uh, we have two. Um, two different tiers. One is a $1 shout-out. Um, the shout-outs that we still have is Daniel Herrera. Uh, and then a $5 tier is... Um, for uh, exclusive access to our Discord channel and possible cut content, as well as the shout-out um, whenever, you know, uh, Soren. If we ever get time to make cut content, uh, we have, it's the summer now, so hopefully we should be able to do that. Um, our Discord that I just mentioned, um, the link to that is in our Twitter, in our Twitter bio, um, which, uh, twitter.com forward slash show at show if you want to follow us on there. Um, for sponsorships, promotional messages, and personal messages, please go ahead and email scpodcastofficial at gmail.com. Uh, and as always, thank you to Kevin McElroy for providing your music under the title Twisting. Uh, we're going to get you back into the episode. I'm not sure where Thorne's going to decide to put this in, um, but we do have some more stuff to do. So uh, enjoy the rest of that. That's all from me. Bye-bye. Alright, did uh did you want me to read ten seventy nine? Uh sure thing, yeah. It gets yeah, a bit confusing midway through, but it shouldn't be too bad. Okay. Alright, um yeah, so the object class is safe. Um there's a picture to the right. Um I'm not really sure what it oh. is. Um but it's 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 there, it's a little gif. Um the special containment procedures, uh SCP ten seventy nine dash JP is located within site. Uh, 8159's large safe class object storage shelter. Withdrawal from this site requires the express permission of the site administrator of site 
and one or more board members of the Japan Chapter Board of Directors as a unique energy signature output during the activation of SCP-1079 JP is so easily noticeable, all experiments related to 1079 are frozen by board decision 8079-1079-JP as to not rouse further investigation from Tohei Heavy Industries or other GOIs. There is currently no planning plan for further testing. Uh, currently, in conjunction with the GOC Far East branch, a large-scale investigation of GOI 8024 is planned. See also addendum 1079-JP1. Um, that says, uh, 1079 was discovered during an investigation of an abandoned factory. Actually, you know what, I'll just, I'll get to that later. Mm-hmm. Um, for, yeah, so for the description, uh, 1079 is a cylindrical object formed off an alloy of titanium and lead. Uh, the radius is 1.5 meters, total length of about 3 meters, and a weight of 830 kilograms. The inside of the cylinder is near hollow, and at the top there's a hole, uh, one for the oh, laser one, light oh, shown below. I messed that up there. This is just a That's one right. hole. Yeah. Uh, in addition, a switch-like uh, protrusion is installed on the uh, outer circumference of a point above, about 1 meters below the top. The interior, 1079, is an optical resonator using an unknown catalyst which emits a plasma-like visible light beam from inside by pushing the switch-like protrusion. This ray is defined as 1079-JP-1. Dash 1 has a violet color similar to rubidium flames. It is currently under investigation as to what principle it is operating in spite of the lack of power required for uh, ordinary optical resonators. The maximum exposure distance of uh, dash 1 is estimated to be approximately 30 meters. Dash 1 launched into three-dimensional space forms, uh, forms an anomalous vector bundle in phase space. To the naked eye, this vector bundle is viewed as an isolated spatial distortion, as through, like, through a fisheye lens. In addition, distortion is not flat, as imagined naively, but takes a uh, geometrically wave-like character. The vector bundle folds in on itself to the point where it has no visible edge. By moving the body of uh, 1079 in any direction, it forms a vector field defined by uh, scalar information from the start point to the end point. The dimension of this vector field uh, is contrary to the dimension theorem of vector space usually given, and has an uncertain and extremely unstable concentration exceeding four dimensions. The maximum concentration observed in the current experiment is 17 dimensions causing anything that enters the vector field to be destabilized on a molecular level. A vector field filled with anomalous dimensionality has irreversible effects on all manifolds in Euclidean space. For example, the coordinate neighborhood system of a manifold passed through a vector field collapses immediately and cannot maintain local triviality on topological space. In principle, SCP-1079-JP-1 is presumed to be able to destroy any material that exists only in three-dimensional space, except for anomalous spaces formed by other SCP objects. So now we're at uh, Addendum 1. Um, SCP-1079-JP was discovered during an investigation of an abandoned factory within the mountains of uh, Redacted as part of an investigation against GOI-8024 Toihei Heavy Industries. It has been found that the development of 1079 was referred to by Toihei Heavy Industries under the project name TH-G, but it is presumed that all research documents relating to the object have been disposed of or lost. Following the, re- the retrieval of the object's careless experiments in the absence of a thorough investigation, and the nature resulted in the Area 8159 research building being partially destroyed, <coughs> excuse me, uh, and at the um, expense of 15 Foundation personnel. 
As a result of further investigation, 1079 was strongly suggested to be a weapon that was supposed to be mass-produced so that the alert level against GOI-8024 was raised to the highest priority. Currently, in conjunction with the GOC Far East branch, investigations of other production sites of 1079 are being conducted, and a large-scale investigation will be carried out at each site in the Kanto area two weeks later. And then addendum 1079-JP-2, the following is a portion of PDF data suggesting the use of uh, 1079's weapons found during a second survey of the facility. Data was found on a terminal located inside the hidden room of the facility. Um, and, oh, that's included in the document. Yeah. It's a picture. Yeah, it looks like yeah. a picture yeah. Wait. <laughs> so, like I Hold said, on. not even thinly veiled references. Oh my T- god. Product right. name TH-G, TH Gundam. It's it's a one meter long thing that creates a 15 meter long beam. It's literally supposed to be a laser sword. Oh my that's, god. That's, that's Voltron right there. That is. Yeah. Okay. Alright, well. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> that's such like a long explanation for Voltron. Okay, I see it. That's cool. Uh, mm, wow. So, That's so weird. it's like a really cool thing. It's like, in the way that, because how it's described, you may not immediately notice it, but once you're at the end or you see a picture of it, like, oh, hey, yeah, no, I get I that there. I didn't, I didn't put that together whatsoever. There were a lot of really big words, and I was like, oh, this sounds sciencey, yeah. and then there's just Voltron with his sword. Okay. All right. No, I, I dig it. That's mm. cool. <laughs> you, 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 like, oh, you, you could have seen my reaction when I originally went to translate that, and I just spent a good 80 minutes looking at that one paragraph. Like, I don't know what 95% of these words are. Like, they're like obscure candies that like you'll go and you'll look it up and Google will be like, oh, hey, I think this book might have something on it. I'm like, oh, oh, okay, then. Uh, and the next article is 1732 which i actually haven't read because it was it's the it's the one pre-translated article from the jp wiki that's in that's integrated into the site but from what i heard it was it's a very good one but i haven't read it yet okay do you want to read that soren uh sure the 1732 yeah, it was mm-hmm. on the international All right. website. Is this related to any specific group of interest, or just... Oh, this one's still related, related to Tohei. Oh, yes. Uh, I might say words wrong, by the oh, way. Don't worry about it. Yeah, I, well, I was I, reading... I've been butchering like, words all day, English, come on. So... <laughs> yeah. All right. The... Is it... Hold on. I Okay, that is an ad. It There's an ad that's cut off that I thought was part of the article. <laughs> it's just... Security Broken. cameras. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, this yeah. <laughs> website has constant ads for security cameras. No, that's the one thing I can say has never changed in how many years. It's always been the security camera ads that make security it cameras. Even... And depending on the article, it'll be like security systems or mm-hmm. window repair or something else. Oh, but yes. there's always at least two links to security cameras. Mm-hmm. It makes it weird to, like, I can't even browse the site with an ad blocker anymore because it just feels weird getting to the bottom of the page and not noticing because I don't see the security it's camera the same, ad at the bottom. It's the same colors, too. It's mm-hmm. the same, like, colors and button types, and I don't, like, do I, they I need know? to know if anyone's actually clicked those ads before, because if not, then I need to at I've some point. I've clicked them. I haven't gone far, and I don't remember <laughs> them. 
Hold on. Let's go on a journey right now before I do this. I'm just gonna click a random article. Just whatever's on the top of the site. Royalty free images, video surveillance cameras, stock photography images, security camera systems, security monitors. Security camera systems. It's still the foundation website logo, except it's not the website. They're they're just using this SCP Foundation logo. And then hmm. down below there's nine links to security cameras. Let's go to this one. Top ten best home security.com. I'm gonna get a virus. Yeah. If you're <laughs> this lucky, is not something one. I should be doing. That was the same link. Find.mail.com. It's hmm. just a bad search engine, except it's mail.com. I think we were wow. effectively gone down the rabbit hole. What is happening? <laughs> yeah. I'm back to, to the top ten tangent. site. What? <laughs> well, they were featured in AARP, Forbes, and CNN. Press X to doubt, but okay. I'm gonna run malware bytes after we're done recording. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. In the meantime, though, I'm going right. to go ahead and read the article. This rating of plus 14 is an item number SCP-1732-JP. It is Euclid. The containment procedures are as follows. The SCP is to be unplugged and stored in a medium-sized standard storage locker at Site 8181. All SCP-1732-JP-C are to be stored in a, separate, in a small storage locker, crossed out, it says together, and then separately. Experiments using, and then it's crossed out, SCP-1732-JP, and, and then it's no longer crossed out. Uh, the dash C are to be conducted at Site-8181 in Lab Room 308. Those conducting the experiment are allowed to use any toys that are placed in Lab 308. Currently, uh, the SCP, not the dash C, is unable to undergo any experiments. Now, this whole paragraph is um, crossed out. Uh, dash B is kept at Site-8181 Lodge, and then it, which is disguised as an orphanage and where children under the age of 14 are taken in by the Foundation are kept. Because D-Class under the age of 14 are extremely rare, experiments that are deemed as low risk and require the presence of a child sometimes use a child from this lodge. Uh, in room 503, the following containment procedures, Dash B is, not to be taken, is to be taken care of by at least three Foundation personnel in rotating shifts. To ensure that Dash B is not harmed in any way, it is to be kept under constant surveillance when not undergoing experiments. And then it says down here, uh, dash B has been removed from the Foundation's protection. See postscript. A GOI correspondence team is continuing the search. We'll see that postscript later, probably. Alright, description. Probably. The SCP is nearly identical to an ivory-colored 21-inch CRT display. However, the cathode ray tube has been removed and has been replaced with an opaque sheet of glass on both sides. Like a normal display screen of its type, it has the company name blacked out and product name blacked out, two words written on the front but with uh how do you say this word tohei 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 what yeah tohei ko uh limited ltd i don't know what that actually stands for carved onto the bottom carved onto the bottom while it is missing almost all necessary hardware to display images it can function normally when connected to a pc when it is connected to a pc with an os that uses a graphical user interface gui and turned on, a shortcut link with the name Toy Training Hall will appear on the screen. This program, further noted as Dash A, can be activated using normal operation. However, all means of saving Dash A on other recorded media, including a PC's hard drive disk, have failed, and the only way to activate Dash A is through the desktop screen on the SCP. 
When the when Dash A is activated, a top menu like the one show below will appear on the screen. It says, Mr. Toe I. Okay. We couldn't get. I don't know why. We couldn't get through this without having some sort of like. I can't speak English, so. Yeah. Well, to be fair, it says Toe that time, not Toe It's less not on you. Yeah, it does change. Um. All actually, it it only says Toe in the first one. Mm. All the others are okay. Uh, Mr. Tote's Toy Training Hall. Don't you want to make your toys more exciting and fun? Make your toys Mr. Tote's Apprentice. Mr. Tote will help make your toys bigger and better. And then there's an option to make your toy the apprentice or to quit. When quit is selected, it will end following correct protocol. Now there's a bunch of paragraphs about if make your toy Mr. Tote's Apprentice is selected using the enter key. The display will change to show a man wearing a martial arts uniform. Sorry. Uh, further noted as dash A dash one, and messages will appear at the bottom of the screen. The messages are from Mr. Tote, presumably Mr. Dash A dash one, presumably Dash A dash one, addressed to Masaru, and the messages ask for Masaru to send Mr. Tote one of his toys. By the way, I'm saying that like that because they're in quotes. Um, yeah. Ten seconds after this, oh, I, the website just literally just died. <laughs> the website has decided to not exist. Okay, thanks. Uh. uh Alright, it's back. Ten seconds after the screen is shown, the glass screen will pull upwards and the inside of the SCP can be viewed. It is unknown where the glass screen is stored when this occurs. The inside is much larger than its actual volume, with it being an empty cubicle space that is approximately one meter by one meter by one meter. The walls of said space are black with no light sources of the space. After 60 seconds have passed since the screen pulled up, the screen returns to its original position. Dash A-1 disappears, and the top menu screen shown earlier reappears. When an individual designated about as Dash B, touched upon later, places one of its toys in the space within J uh, the SCP, the glass screen pulls back down to its normal position, and a new message appears. The message explains that Mr. Tote has accepted Masaru's toy, and that the toy will be returned the next day when it has become better. Then dash A dash one disappears from the screen and a message reading training at the hall, see you tomorrow, appears alongside with the quit option. Uh quit will quit it. There's a footnote there that says that. When an X ray image of it was taken, the toilet was placed inside had disappeared. The SCP's effects can be present in any type of toy, and the effects can be applied to most models, dolls, acoustic toys, uh some like a tambourine or a flute, toys that require practice, yo yo's, kendamas, I assume Rubik's Cubes and other toys that would commonly be used by a child around the age of six. Maybe not Rubik's Cube. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> however, natural objects that have not been altered, such as sticks and toys with a complex structure, such as video games, are not affected. When a toy is placed within the SCP by anyone other than Dash B or something that is not a toy is placed inside, the object will not disappear. When a GPS was put on a toy and placed inside of the SCP, only the toy disappeared and the GPS was left behind. That is something that does not happen in any other SCP, and it really should, because that's <laughs> the way that it would happen. Mm -hmm. Most of the time, it's just like, oh, you can't find the GPS, and it appears in, like, Mexico four days later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. Thanks for that. Uh, when Dash A is activated after 7 a.m. the day after a toy is placed inside, a message appears saying it will return the improved toy to Mathar. Sorry I'm yawning so much. Apparently I'm really tired. Alright. Mm -hmm. Ten seconds later, the glass screen pulls up and the toy reappears within. The, these toys are designated as Dash C. 
when Dashi is taken out of uh, the SCP, the screen returns to its original position and the top menu is shown. Dashi's appearance, materials, and function are all identical from where it was first placed in the SCP, with all damage, paint, and writing in the same position. Using 50 different Dashis and 70 children living in the lodge, it was discovered that the children enjoyed playing with and were more satisfied with Dashi than unaffected toys. See Addendum 2 for the abnormal effects of placing multiple Dash C in one location. All cased of SC, all cased, I'm assuming instances of Dash yeah. C are written on a separate document. Does someone want to do the document so that I don't have to keep Actually, talking? yeah, so I was, uh, yeah, was going to say, did oh. we, uh, we, I don't know, it's a, just time-wise, uh, we could probably... I'm assuming you still wanted to do oh, yeah, the that's right. uh, last one. Uh, yeah, there, sure. there are what, like five different, uh, different addendums, and they're all yeah, fairly that's lengthy. True. That's true. So, yeah. Oh, I didn't so even know if how far we were. Yeah. So, if you guys want to go ahead and, and read them on your own time, you can. Uh, yeah. We're gonna skip that. Just I want to see. For... Hold on. I do want to see the uh, instances when they're all together. <clears throat> okay. So, for the researchers and Dash B claim to be having hallucinations of noises. They seem to be in pain as they rush towards the group of Dash C and separated them by throwing them across the room. They said the hallucinations stopped as a result. The hallucinations sounded like the roar of a dinosaur that's heard in moody movies and came from the group of them. At the time, there were no things taste like shaped like dinosaurs. Uh, several. Okay, this. Uh, I do want to read this incident log and this interview because something happened. Um, incident log two. Around two a.m. on two thousand seven, uh, blacked out, blacked out. Several objects appeared in Dash B's cell, causing Dash B to become extremely distressed. The five objects that appeared were similar to Dash C, Dash three, Dash eighteen, Dash twenty two, Dash thirty eight, and Dash eighty seven but with damage including dents, burns, and bite marks. Furthermore, the object with the same appearance as Dash 18 was missing its head and left leg. The objects disappeared as soon as several Foundation personnel entered the room, and Jasby went back to sleep. No difference was seen with the originals after the incident. Below is an interview with Dash B after the incident. Oh, okay. Uh, The subject is Dash B, age 9. Interviewer is researcher blank. And I assume this part here means uh, Dash B instead of Dash C has a slowed mental development, and his mental capacity is around those of a child at the age of six. It is not known whether this is caused by the SCP or not. Further, the subject is referred to as Masaru Taganao throughout the interview for convenience. I apologize if that's bad. Okay. So who, who wants to read? I can read for the subject or interviewer, either or. Uh, hold on, there's another person, isn't there? Oh, that was a closing mm -hmm. statement. So, I mean, you could, you two could probably do it. Okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, I'll be the interviewer. Got it. I guess. Okay, yeah. So, good morning, Masaru. I heard you had a rough night. How are you feeling? I'm okay. I'm not scared now. The monsters were really scary, though. The toys that appeared in your room last night were monsters? Yeah. They were all the toys that I asked Mr. Tote to make better. I see. And what were these monsters trying to do to you? They were all angry. They looked to me like I did something really bad. All I did was make them better. I made them good so I can play with them forever. But. But. Calm down, Osaru. And silence for 30 seconds. Do you know what happened to the monsters after they left? A headless robot talked to me. It said that Mr. Tote hit him and put him in hot water and burned him with fire. But. And did lots of mean things. And. Oh. But um, also the headless Osaru? robot is referring to. 1732 JPC 18. Which was a similar toy to 1732. Uh, Masaru? 
Uh, they said they were eaten. A big blue dragon went chomp and ate them. A blue dragon. Yeah, a blue dragon. After the robot story, everyone else also said they were eaten. They said they weren't. They said they went through bad stuff, and it wasn't my fault. And it was my fault. They were they were left out by the other toys, but then they left before they did anything because the people came in. I see. So, do you think it's my fault because I hurt them by using the computer? Am I bad? I'm not sure. We need to know more about the monster story before we can say it's your fault. No. I think I'm a bad boy. <laughs> Why so? <laughs> because, even if I'm hurting the toys by making them better, I won't stop. I can't think of any- I can't think of doing anything else. That's why I'm a bad boy. <laughs> I'll read that closing statement as well. It says, It is hypothesized that the objects that appeared in SCP-1732-JP-Bs saw last night were a type um, 12 voluntary spiritual existence. Um, and then there's a footnote there. It says, An example of a type 12 voluntary spiritual existence is 1334-JP. Or in other words, a... Oh, God. Uh, uh, one second. Sukumogami? Yeah, Sukumogami. Okay. Which is a tool, or in this case a toy, that has acquired a spirit, usually due to long-term use that appears in Japanese folklore of some sort. Since the original object must be destroyed in order for the spirit to become a Type 12, the theory that the toy placed in 1732JP and the resulting uh, Dash C are the same must be challenged. In order to further understand the origin and effects of uh, 1732 uh, abnormally, it, it is um, highly encouraged to run a spiritual spectral test. And then after the interview mentioned above, a uh, uh, this is Usu, oh god, uh, Usurahi, Usurahi, yeah, yeah Usurahi. Uh, type spectral extraction text uh, test was used on seventeen thirty two C, and it was discovered that dash that dash C emitted the same azul radiation. This means that the spiritual presence in each dash C that became what they are now through damaged objects originated from a single but separate spiritual entity. It's theorized that this entity has something to do with the blue dragon, mentioned by Masaru, and the dinosaur-like roars heard by researchers in Addendum 2. You said you wanted to read one more, Soren? Uh, I, that was the one I wanted to read, but I'm going to just look through. Okay, there's no, um... There's nothing specific about the blue dragon. I think, I think someone grabbed and uh i think it's the gui no there's a bunch of guis that are theory to ab have abducted dash b when he was 10 but still had the mental capacity of a six-year-old but who knows okay. <laughs> i don't know if it matters a whole bunch yeah just a child that was abducted doesn't really matter that much you know <laughs> obviously okay. it's not interesting that uh, uh, that article was overwhelming yes <laughs> Alright, cool. Um, uh, yeah, do you want to go on and um, read right. the last one? It was the Saigasek? Yes. The one that I didn't want to read. Yes, the Saigasek, the Sa or the Saiga Institution, or Saiga Factions. I'm going to bring, I'm just going to start this one with a quote, because it's like the main philosophy of the guy, of the Saiga, the one that, what's his name? Of Saiga Rokui. I'd like to preserve the universe in which you are. I'd like to preserve the universe in which you were. Even if I would be left alone, and even if this path would lead to my gravestone. 
The Saiga Sect is what I have to say probably the most confusing GOI slash per, like, person of interest slash group of interest I've come across in the entire time here. And it revolves around one individual, and that's Saigama Rokumi, the person who values the greater good to, I'd say, a bit of an extreme kind of a degree. And he wants what he wants to do is save you. He's on the side of humanity. He wants to save them from all the threats and such. But the issue is, he wants to save all of humanity in all the different alternate universes. So, the issue is, if your universe is going to cause the death of two other alternate ones, then he has to get rid of yours. Alright. Okay. And many of the tales, or even just SCPs that involve him, begin with a quote from the perspective of someone of the universe he was just in, or it takes place in. And all the universes are, what's it called, represented as angles from negative 360 to positive 360. And I, I don't get how that's kind of supposed to work, because you can just keep adding, like, they add decimal points, so it's not even like it's a concrete seven, it's not even like it's a concrete 720. There's one room where it's like negative 154.58 something. So it gets to the point where... There's a lot of them, and you can just keep writing about them forever. And, and I'm just going to share another one of the quotes there. Among the ash and rubble, with the smell of days thought long past, the man stands, his long white coat terribly smeared with dust and blood. I've saved them, in positive 251.7. And now, it's raining for the first time in several hundred years. The man looks heavenward. Ephemeral orangish sunset and sparkling stars came into his sight. At his foot is an oddly squashed bloody cradle, blowing in a wind, and it made a hushed sound. Wonderful, he said. On his face, still looking up at the sky, is a string of tears. Tears of delight. And this is just a quote from someone that this is a quote from someone that first saw him in base universe 0.0. In this case 25. 251.7 degrees is the universe that he was supposed to be in, that he was saying he saved there. He's a very mysterious figure with almost nothing known about him, only a hand and only a handful of followers spread out in each dimension, with the exclusion of one, I'd say, where it stated that there was a church built around him, and that only takes place in one of the other tales. And though he doesn't always refer to himself as Saiga, sometimes he'll appear in the story as just a random background so appear in the story just what you think is a background character until it's later revealed because how kanji selling works is you can have multiple characters and until someone tells you how it's supposed to be pronounced you can't assume it's the same way for example the, like the example i always use is multi and suvadashi are spelled the exact same way and you have to guess or assume which one is which because thanks so if you have a name with multiple kanjis in it, and there's multiple pronounce pronunciations for each, usually about six or seven, then you can never know which character is him or if, the, or if he's even a character in that story until he reveals his motives. And, That's yeah. really complicated. <laughs> oh my god. Saga and his followers don't directly, don't work directly with the foundation necessary evil. Is my mic cutting out? Uh, it did for a moment there, but it's been good for the most part. Sorry. Okay, so due to minor technical difficulties, uh, we're gonna 
uh, wrap up before um, it happens again. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so we went over what uh, we went over the Japan Organisms Improvement and Creation Laboratory, the uh, what was it Taiho? Uh, yeah, yes, yeah. Um, and then the Sagasec. All right, yeah, no, that was really cool. Uh, yeah, I really some... appreciate you coming on the episode, man. It was cool with all the yeah. translations and stuff. I'm not sure if we would have ever done things like this without this. So, yeah, appreciate it. Yeah, as mentioned before, uh, he will be linked in the descriptions of things. Uh, again, it's at uh, Chuni. That's on... C-H-U-U-N-I underscore A-F on Twitter. If you want to give him a follow. Um, apparently, he does translations for other things as well. If you want to hit him up for that. Um, yep. Uh, <laughs> hire him. Yeah. This has been the Secure Contain Podcast. I have been your co-host, David. And I'm your co-host, Soren. This has been our guest, Alonzo, with us. And uh, we will see you guys later. All right. Bye-bye.